Today on Your Money, Your Wealth podcast number 359, Joe and Big Al are going to help you figure out how to get the biggest social security payment possible, whether you're married, divorced, or entitled to survivor benefits. Can you still file and suspend? What's a restricted application? What the heck does deemed mean? The first YMYW podcast of 2022 is a compilation of answers to all of your most recent spousal social security questions. Go to yourmoneyyourwealth.com and click on Ask Joe and Al on air to send in your money questions as an email or a voice message. And don't forget to tell us where you're from, when and where you listen, and what you're drinking. I'm producer Andy Last, and here are the hosts of Your Money, Your Wealth, Joe Anderson, CFP, and Big Al Clopine, CPA. So now it's Mary's turn. Mary, and my question is, if you're uh, retired, and I've been collecting benefits since I was 62, and that's quite a few years ago, but now I'm looking to increase my income, can I switch to my former spouse's Social Security benefits? And we were married 10 years. If you can answer that question, thank you. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, so Mary, 62. Well, she's been collecting benefits since 62. Oh. And that was quite a few years ago. Okay. She says. And so now she's like, hey, I want a little bit larger benefit. Yeah. I, yeah. And can I switch to my spouse, former spouse's Social Security benefits? Because she's been married 10 years or more. Okay. Which is important. I mean, if it's 10 years or more, the answer is yes. <laughs> if it's less than 10 years, the answer is no. What do you think, Al? Yeah, you can. But but the question is, is the former spouse living or not? And are they Social Security age? So there's a few questions that you'd have to answer to figure out what the benefit could be and whether it makes sense. So she claims the ex-spouse's spousal benefit. Right. Right? Yep. So that is going to be 50% of the full retirement age, but she's already claimed at 62. I know. So it's going to be reduced. It's going to be 33% of his benefit. Well, Right. Because had she waited a full retirement age, she'd get the full 50% of that benefit. But since she claimed at 62, she's going to have a reduction of the spousal benefit. Correct. So, but now what if that other spouse had passed away? Okay. So so then the survivor benefit is what you're getting at. Yes. Right. So if he's deceased and married for 10 years and she has not remarried, then she would be eligible for the survivor benefit yeah which is the whole thing correct which i don't know if he's do you know if he's dead but it doesn't say <laughs> she didn't tell that's, us. What, that's what i'm saying we have it needed or what if mary married a young guy maybe he's only 55 and hasn't claimed his benefit yeah because he can't so then the answer is no so to claim a spousal benefit the person needs to be claiming but it's a divorced spouse right if it's a divorce, divorce spouse, I think it's that if the person is eligible to claim, right? Correct. Right. They don't have to claim, but they're eligible to claim. Right. So, which means they have to be at least 62. So, um, but I think where the question comes in is that she wants to increase her income. Sure. Do you think her benefit at age 62 is going to be more or less then 30% of his full retirement age benefit, it's probably going to be a wash. Could be, but we, yeah, we don't. Or hers know. Is might even be, you know, we don't know the yeah. numbers, of course. Yeah, but 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 that's the thing, because some, sometimes people hear that and they think, oh, I can claim my, my 
my former spouse's benefit. And well, if they're living, it's the spousal benefit, which is 50%. If you did it at, at full retirement age, which she didn't, she did it at age 62. So it's a reduced 50%, which is kind of where you're at the 33% ish somewhere, somewhere in there. Right. Yeah. So, um, if, if Mary had any type of, you know, even the median or average benefit, yeah, you know, I would I would imagine I, that's probably on, the same. Or on the other hand, if he's passed away, then yeah, then then it's the full benefit. And what's interesting about Social Security is year by year. Like let's say you were married five times, ten years each, you can you can go back and forth. So you're claiming the spouse on this one, and oops, this one died. Oh, that's a better. I'm going to switch to that one. Right. And then the other one died that you're getting the spouse. Oh, I'm going to switch. You you can make that switch whenever it it, it is better for you. (laughs) So as long as you've been married for 10 years. Yeah. 10 years per. So that's a little tip. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The dating app. It's too bad social security doesn't just figure out what is the best for you and send it to you. You have to do all the work yourself. Well, you know how understaffed social security is? And oh, there's yeah. 500 yeah. some odd thousand different rules with social security yeah. and how many claimants that they have. There's no way they're not even allowed to give you advice. It's like you try to give a, hey, what, what's my, the best claiming? Um, you know, it's like call, calling the IRS and ask, asking them for tax advice. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Right. So they're not going to give you any advice. They'll tell you what the rules are, but that's about it. Right. Uh, but this hopefully is they it get gets, it right when you call. R- right. <laughs> but in most cases with social security, it's tough. There's their, their job is not to give advice, right? Their job is to t- tell you what you can and cannot do. Can I claim at 62? Yes. Can I claim at 67? Yeah. You know what I mean? Am I eligible for this or that? that's really their function, not necessarily to maximize the overall benefit. So hopefully that helps Mary. Uh, my ex and I were married 35 years. This is Debbie, by the way. Hi, Debbie. Um, he's retired, retired at 65. I'm still working. I'm currently 65 and hope to retire at 66 and a half. Can I receive spousal benefits on his? And then when I retire, I claim my own benefits. We have been divorced for two years. Um, okay, so Debbie wants to claim the spousal benefit. The right. spousal benefit is half of her ex-husband's benefit because they were married for more than 10 years. Sure. So she has the right to claim the spousal benefit at age 65 or 62. doesn't matter as long as he's claiming his benefit. Right. She's good to go. Um, but if she claims that benefit early, then she's thinking, hey, you know what? I'm going to let my own benefit sure. continue to grow. And so I'll just take the spousal and then I'll flip on and take mine. Yeah. And that's what people used to do. You could do that, but yeah. not anymore. Yeah. It's gone. That is gone, <laughs> gone, gone. Because the, the it's de- there's the deem rules, which is very complicated. But basically in English, all that means is when you, when you take your spousal, benefit, then it's as if you took your benefit up to a certain dollar amount. And then that spousal benefit is just a little extra on top of that. So basically you already took your benefits. You can't then switch to a later benefit. Correct. But I have a question that that's, that's for sure. True. When you, before full retirement age, is that still the same at full retirement age to 70? Well, the the spousal benefit is half. Her benefit is going to be larger anyway. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so there's no benefit. There's no benefit at all because her benefit is going to be larger. She's been working 35 years and she wants to retire at 66 and a half. Right. Her husband, um, they split up two years ago. And so the spousal benefit is half of his. Right. So let's say his benefit is 2000. Her spousal benefit is a thousand dollars. Right. 
And so, and she, but she's taking it at 65. So it's going to be probably $980, right? Because she's taking it a year early from, than her full retirement age. Right. Um, or maybe her full retirement age is just 66 and a half. That's why she wants to retire at 66 and a half. I don't sure. know. Yeah, maybe. Um, so she's claiming the spousal. Her, I'm guessing her benefit is larger than the spousal benefit. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I think that what people used to do is they got, they got in essence, free money. In, right. In essence, because they let their benefit grow while they're getting the spousal and the IRS, uh, or I should say our federal government. So that's too good of a deal. We got to shut that down. Right. What she wants to do is this. Let's say her benefit is 2000. His benefit is 2000. She wants to claim the spousal benefit and get a thousand dollars a month today. Right. And then she's going to turn her benefit on once she retires to the $2,000 benefit. She wants that $1,000 spousal benefit until she turns hers on whenever she retires at 66 and a half. Right. That was a strategy that we would recommend all the time. Sure. Unfortunately, probably what now, four years ago. Yeah. Which probably means six. I know. <laughs> um, yeah. They, they got rid of that. So yep. unfortunately, Debbie, uh, you are out of luck. We got Sharon writes in from Waukesha. <laughs> Boy, I wouldn't have a trouble. I don't that think one. that's Waukesha. That's Waukesha. That's Wisconsin. That's Wisconsin. Yep. Yeah. Waukesha. Waukesha. Okay. I'll go with that. Yeah. See, I have, give I, me some Wisconsin. I have, and I can nail them. I have no estimate. I think on Bend that is in Washington. <laughs> Oregon. <laughs> it's close. Uh, yeah. So, okay. Hi, Joe and Al. I drive a two. 1600 odyssey approaching 300,000 miles very oh, soon. Oh my goodness. Good job, Sharon. Although the pace to that number has slowed with COVID. I'm oh. divorced, was married to my ex for over 10 years. Okay. My question is on the ex spousal social security benefit. My ex made about 50% more than I did over our past careers. I plan to take my social security at age 70. I'm 58. What I qualify or is there any benefit in taking the ex-spousal Social Security? My ex is already drawing his Social Security. Your thoughts are appreciated. I haven't found a lot of info on this topic and how uh, to best approach the timing of the benefits considered on my own Social Security plans. It looks like there was a change around the benefits a few years ago based on your age. Yes, you are correct. Sharon from Waukesha. <laughs> Um, well, let's see. When does she want to take the spousal? Well, I'm going to assume she wants to take it at 62 because she's only 58 now. I think that's what she's asking. Well, she can take the spousal benefit at 62 because she was married to the ex-spouse for over 10 years. She can. That's correct. Um, he's claiming the benefit. So she could claim the spousal benefit. Um, but what they're going to look at is her own benefit as well. Yeah. Because it's deemed on her. And then if there's any little extra, then she gets that, but it's going to be a 30% reduction yeah. from her full social security benefits. So she wants to claim at 70. So she wants to maximize the overall benefit. Sure. So in the olden days, she could claim the spousal benefit, but she'd have to wait till full retirement age. Correct. She would have to wait till full which, retirement which and for, have a restricted yeah. application to file for the, the spousal, which if she's 58 now, that's going to be 67. That's her full retirement age. Correct. So I would take a look at what the spousal benefit is at age 67 versus her own benefit. Yeah. That's what's going to determine what's going to make the most sense for her, because right. it sounds like her ex-spouse made more money 
Right. But I'm not sure how much more because how the calculation is to determine the overall benefit is it's weighed more on lower income than your higher income because social well, security taxes so, only up so to she, a certain point. She says that he made 50% more. So let, let's just say she made 100, 50% more would be 150, right? And the spousal benefit is based upon half, the, even the ex-spouse, half. So it'd be 75. So her, I mean, just in terms of salary, right? So basically, I think it would be less than her benefit. Right. So I, I'm not sure there's any way to game this, do you? I don't think so either. Without yeah. looking at the numbers, but yeah. I think you have a good illustration there, Alf, that I, I, what she's wanting to do, Alan, is to claim the spousal benefit, let hers grow, and then switch to her own benefit. Yeah, which is you used to be able to do that. But you can't. Yeah, not anymore. That <laughs> so was probably that's the answer. five, six years ago they changed that, something like that. Yeah. So, sorry, Sharon. <laughs> there are over 2,700 rules around claiming Social Security, so it's no surprise that it's difficult to keep track when they change things. Download our Social Security handbook and figure out your best claiming strategy to maximize your monthly Social Security payments. This handbook explains who's eligible, how Social Security benefits are calculated, the difference between collecting early and late, working while taking Social Security, more details on spouse, ex-spouse, and survivor benefits, and how your Social Security is taxed. Download the Social Security Handbook and listen to a past episode of YMYW on spousal benefits with the goddess of Social Security, Mary Beth Franklin. Just click the link in the description of this episode in your podcast app, then scroll down to free financial resources. Now you want to spread the love around. Share the YMYW podcast and the free resources with your friends and colleagues via email or social media. All right. Thomas uh, writes in, assuming spousal benefits will be higher, can the spouse take their own early or FRA then later when I take mine? Uh, Can they claim spousal benefits and receive the higher spousal versus their own? If so, is there a penalty to the spouse benefits if they take their own at 62? Uh, that could have been better written, but it is. This is this is your area of expertise. Oh, God. <laughs> I got to get a new job. <laughs> I am so tired of talking about Roths, Social Security. Do you want to get into the, the stock market, the, the taxes, de- the deeming rules? And, yeah, you're you know, deemed. Uh, this is a social you got to talk security. about restricted stock units. Oh, yeah. That was That's, different. That was RCS, fun. That was, yeah, yeah. That was a great time. <laughs> it was for me. It was different. Oh, uh, assume spousal benefits will be higher. So he's saying, okay, higher than him, his own. Hi, higher than his own benefits, I think is what he's saying. Okay. I believe that's true. All right. Can the spouse take their own early or FRA, then later when I take mine? So the spousal benefit works like this, Tom is that you need to be claiming your own benefit before your spouse can claim a spousal benefit if it's higher than their own. So if the spouse claims their own benefit first and takes their own benefit, and then you claim your benefit, and then it goes to the spousal benefit, that's exactly what would happen. However, if your spouse takes a benefit at age 62, the spousal benefit would also be reduced by that percentage. Sure. So hopefully that makes sense. Yeah. I think I answered the question. He just kind of wrote. I think so. I think, and I'll tell you, this got a lot more complicated about five years ago. Yeah. When the rules changed. Mm -hmm. So bummer, Thomas, that's the way it is. But to repeat myself, (laughs) 
you need to claim your benefit first before the spouse can claim the spousal benefit. That's correct. So he's like, okay, well, let my wife take her benefit is what he's thinking. Yeah. Right. So she takes it early. Takes it early at 662. 62. And then I'm going to claim my benefit. And then she's going to claim the spousal benefit, which is half my benefit. Yeah. Um, it's true, but that it's not going to be half your benefit. It's going to be reduced because she took her own benefit early. Yeah. It's going to be reduced by somewhere between 25 and 30%, depending upon when your full retirement age so, is. Yes. Because let's say the spousal benefit is 50%. It's going to be roughly 30% of your benefit, not 50% of your benefit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the calculation that you need to make. All right. Uh, we got Dave from Arizona writes in. Uh, Joe, Al, Andy, love the show. Thanks for the great info. My question today is regarding when to take Social Security. My wife is 10 years older than me. We are still several years away, but I was using the open Social Security calculator on opensocialsecurity.com. <laughs> recently and identified that the best strategy based on our present value calculation is for my wife to take social security at age 70 and for me to take social security at age 62. For reference, we both have about the same number of working years and our expected primary insurance amount are about the same at full retirement. If she outlives me, then no issues as she will continue to take her max from age 70 on. However, the calculator seems to be lacking in its ability to approximately calculate a scenario whereby, for example, I take my Social Security at 62 and my wife takes hers at 70 and then my wife passes away, heaven forbid, when I'm 63. Oh, man. See how I'm building up the excitement here, Al? <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I'm just on, the, on pins and needles. <laughs> uh. We're making social security fun here, bro. Uh, in this scenario, how are survivor benefits calculated related to my reduced primary insurance amount? Because I took it at age 62. The calculator seems to imply that I would continue to receive my reduced age 62 PIA benefit plus a survivor benefit that would combine top up to equal the full benefit that my wife was receiving before she passed away. Won't the survivor benefit for me be reduced if I'm only 63 and I haven't yet full reached full retirement age? Or does it really top up to my wife's full PIA benefit regardless of my age as, as long as I'm over 60? I'm worried that if something happened to her between the time that I am 62 and my full retirement age, the calculator's recommendations are not correct. And I will thus be subject to taking my reduced ongoing benefit and a reduced survivor's benefit in perpetuity. I'm very leery of taking Social Security at age 62 due to the reduced benefit and would prefer to wait till at least 67 to avoid the situation that I described. Thanks in advance and look forward to hearing your feedback. Love the show. All right. So the scenario is he got on a calculator wife's older wife takes it at age 70 the difference between taking it at age let's say full retirement age in age 70 is about what is it like 130 percent increase um, yeah, you get an eight percent right. delayed retirement credit each year that you wait so there's a difference between a survivor benefit and a spousal benefit yeah i think he's got those mixed up so a spousal benefit is that you could claim 
half of your spouse's benefit, um, as long as your spouse is claiming a benefit, right? So let's say she claims her benefit at age 70. He turns age 62. Uh, before, he could just claim a spousal benefit, which would be half of her benefit at age 67 or 66, whatever her full retirement age is, but with a penalty because he took it at age 62. However, if that was he, the old rule. That was the old rule. <laughs> now it's called what? Deemed. If he takes it at 62, she's taking it at 70. It's going to take a look to say, hey, you take the spouse benefit or your benefit or both. It's going to it gets complicated. But what's the rules on a survivor benefit, Alan? Yeah, survivor is completely different. You get you get your your benefit or your spouse's, the deceased spouse's benefit, whichever is higher without regard to when you took yours. So it's completely different rules. So the calculator appears to be right in this case. So he takes his at 62. She takes hers at 70. Her age 70 benefit is a lot larger than his age 62 benefit. So what he's thinking is that, oh, God forbid she passes away, right? He claimed his benefit early. He's going to be penalized for life or in perpetuity. Right. In perpetuity, Al. (laughs) That's a long time, Jim. That's a very long time. (laughs) And so he's like, I don't want to be cut with this lower benefit. I want to just wait until age 67. But if he takes his benefit at 62, she takes hers at age 70. She dies. He takes a higher of the two. That, yeah, that's right. It's not reduced. So he takes the higher of the two. So, Joe, I would say generally I, I like this strategy given Dave's situation with maybe one exception. And that is if both Dave and his wife believe they have exceptionally long life expectancy, they probably would do better both to wait till 70. But of course, you, you, don't, you don't know. <laughs> that, that would be a, a, a reason why Dave might wait longer. But in, in terms of hedging your bets, um, having, and, and I guess they had about the same number of working years and same salary. So it's the benefits about the same. So, so generally, we, we like to say that the, the spouse that has the higher benefit, you wait as long as you can uh, to collect. In this case, age 70 is the longest. And then the second part is the, the spouse that's the oldest. And in this case, the wife, uh, I mean, they, they both have roughly the same income, but uh, the spouse is older. So yeah, I, I, I agree with the strategy, unless they both feel like they have long life expectancy, then they might want to rethink. Yeah, uh, I would have to look at the numbers, but I, I think this is the right strategy, to be honest, because she's probably going to outlive them anyway. Well, she, but I'm saying if she lives to 100, and he lives, and, to, 100, and he lives to 90, yeah, or, or whatever, she, right, right, yeah, right, right. That, then, in other words, he's going to do better waiting for his benefit at age because by age 82, 81, 82 is where the break even is. That, that's all I'm saying. Here, here's a couple of other things to so, Dave, to answer your question, what you need to understand is that there's two rules in regards to a survivor benefit and spousal benefits. You're getting those two things confused. So survivor benefit, you're, if she passes, you're going to receive what her benefit was. So the larger benefit that she took at age 70 will be your benefit. You lose your benefit, right? So it goes to two benefits to one benefit because of that fact alone, they're saying the surviving spouse will get the higher of the two because you lose a benefit. So that's the whole strategy of, of social security planning 
is that you're looking at, all right, well, let's maximize at least one person's because if they die prematurely or the other spouse dies there, someone's always going to have that larger benefit. That is a survivor benefits. Or are you worried about death? That's it. 62, you claim it. I get it. You might live a little bit longer, but if you do the math, it might kind of run out. And let's say at age 95, you probably get a little bit more money out of the system. But then you have to look at other planning. You know, what, what's your tax situation look like? Do you actually need the income? Does it make sense to push the income out? Because then you get a lot higher guaranteed income where you can live off of some of the other brokerage or retirement assets. Maybe you do Roth IRA conversions. Arizona, I'm not sure how Social Security is taxed in Arizona. If it's tax favored like it is in California, it might make sense to have a larger guaranteed income for the rest of you and your spouse's life while you live off of other assets. So looking at the calculator will show you what's the most that you're getting out of the system, but it doesn't tell you how to maximize your overall net worth or cash flow. Yeah, Would you agree with that? I agree with that. I mean, it, it gives you an idea of, of uh, I mean, it doesn't really get into your health and, uh, and other income. <laughs> and you're right. Sometimes people take social security so early, they not only have a reduced benefit, but now their income is too high to do Roth conversions in years where it would have made sense to do a lot of Roth conversions. So yeah, you got There's a lot of factors that go over and above a calculator. I agree. Yeah. Um, Arizona does not tax social security benefits. So that's a- another reason potentially to, to push that thing out. So How and when to collect Social Security is one of the biggest retirement decisions you will make. You need to wring every possible cent out of the income you're entitled to receive from Social Security. But that means coordinating when and how you claim your benefits with all the other aspects of your finances. Doing it wrong could be an expensive and long-term mistake. Go to the podcast show notes and click Get an Assessment to schedule a comprehensive analysis of your entire financial plan, including your Social Security. One of the experienced professionals on Joe and Big Al's team at Pure Financial Advisors will help you make the right choices before you claim your benefits. Click the link in the description of today's episode in your podcast app and click get an assessment. Jimmy in San Diego. He goes, hi, Joe, Big Al and Andy. I drive a F-150 pickup. Enjoy Stone Brewery IPA. And he adopted a little German shepherd or German short-haired pointer. Okay. I wonder if he's like a hunter. Yeah. He's got the F-150 gun rack i could just Possible. see jim yeah you know, he's, <laughs> he's got like a skull hat not much, on not much to hunt in san diego oh there's plenty <laughs> rabbits <laughs> could be coyotes um <laughs> uh, i have a question regarding social security benefits as a hypothetical example if my wife and i both start taking social security retirement benefits this year i'm 70 years of age and receive three thousand dollars per month in retirement benefits my wife is 62 um, of age and receives her own benefit of about a thousand dollars a month. If I were to pass away shortly thereafter, would my 62 year old wife receive the $3,000 higher of the two benefits as a survivor benefit or would it reduce due to age? Thanks for your time. Enjoy the podcast every week. Very good question, Jim. So, um, if you take your benefit at age 70, as Jim did, um, he receives an 8% delayed retirement credit sure. each year that he waits after that, full retirement. That would age. be the maximum he'll get. Wait till 70. You got it. And his wife was like, you know what? I'm, I'm starting. I'm starting. I'm not, I'm not waiting. <laughs> I need some little walking around money. <laughs> um, so she takes hers at 62. Yeah. And then, um, you know, Jim's hunting. He's drinking his little IPA. And right. next thing you know, boom, 
right? Something happens. Something happens. Yeah. Bad news for Jim. Right. Uh, but the good news for the wife, uh, because, yes, yeah, she would receive the higher of the two benefits, even though she claimed her benefit early and received a 24% reduction on her own benefit. Yes. You would always take the higher of the two. So the strategy usually always is the one with the higher benefit would like to wait as long as they possibly can, because then the surviving spouse would then receive that higher benefit for his or her life. Yeah. And that's different than the spousal benefit, right? Because that does get reduced if you take it early, but survivors different. You lose your spouse. It's you get, you get the higher, the two benefits, right? And simple as that. Yeah. You lose your spouse. You do. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. the bad news. That's the bad news. <laughs> the good, good, news. good news is you get his or hers. <laughs> Social security. It's like, okay. So now no, some people are like, really? You know, <laughs> we're gonna, ooh. ooh, we're gonna put something on the <laughs> little Crisco oil on the bathroom floor. And, <laughs> and and it gets more interesting than that because you could get your ex-spouse's benefit too. Yeah, if you were married for 10 years. Yeah, so right. Um so a lot of different think, rules think when it comes that. to social security. Yep. All right, we got Perry from Jersey. I don't know where to even begin with this question. So maybe I skip Jersey. <laughs> is that how we wrote the question, Andy? Yes, it is. Yes. But the, the first well, part is from the Social Security website. He's, he's quoting the Social Security website, and then he's, he's suggesting that it seems like it conflicts. So he's asking which one is right. Okay. It's actually not bad. Give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> this is from the Social Security. It says SSA form. If you are a survivor. Slash SSA. Okay, that's the heading. So he went to the Social Security website. Cut and paste. And, and saw that heading. And then there's, here's, it says, these are examples of the benefits that survivors may receive. Then he gives a couple. All right, widow or widower, full retirement, age or older. 100% of the deceased workers benefit amount. Okay. Okay, so if I'm a widow or widower at full retirement age or older, I would receive 100% of the deceased workers benefit amount. Do you yep. agree with that? Yes. Okay. Widower, widower, age 60, full retirement age, 71 and a half to 99% of the deceased workers' basic amount. The first bullet seems to say 100% of deceased workers' benefit amount, which I read as including any delayed credits uh, to perhaps 70 years old. The second bullet seems to say if a survivor is not at their full retirement age, then the survivor gets a reduced percentage of deceased workers' basic amount. Basic amount is never defined, but it seems to me PIA with no delayed credits included. Am I reading English correctly? Your loyal and obedient servant, Perry. Oh, Perry. And that's why he's writing this thing all weird. You got a dog named Heinz57. No, that means that it's a mutt. <laughs> Oh, Heinz 57 means that it's a, it's all types. I, um, oh. Al and I are going with it's a name. I, I think it should be the name. That's what I would call it. Hey, Heinz 57, that is. Come over here. It's got a 2013 SUV. YouTube makes this subject clear as mud. All right. I, I believe <clears throat> this is stating if the, if the person died prior to the widow or widower reaching a benefit age where they could collect. Right. Right. So let's say you pass. So yeah, let's say I waited till 70. 
So I'm collecting my benefits. I pass at 75. Does Annie get those benefits? So that includes obviously the, the uh, delayed retirement credit. And the answer is yes. Correct. Yeah. Cause, <clears throat> cause when, when the, when one spouse passes, the survivor gets the higher, the two benefits that are currently being paid. Right. That is correct. But you can claim a survivor benefit as early as age 60. Yeah. So let's say, let's say I'm 75 and then I, let's say my wife Anne is 59. 59. And so she claims that it's 60 instead of waiting to her full retirement age, then it's a reduced benefit for life. And I think that's right. 71 and a half percent, I think in that example, but I think it's 71 and a half percent of my total benefit, not of what, uh, what, of what I was receiving. Correct. I, I don't think it's, I, I don't, I don't think basic means you don't get the, the, um, they would say a full retirement age amount with yeah. their FRA amount. That, that's what I think. I, I, I base, I think that it's 71 and a half percent of whatever my benefit was when I was 75. Because the rules change quite a bit there as well, right? Where you would want to, uh, because this happened to my mother is that she was still working. My dad died at 61 and then she's like, okay, well, she could claim the benefit at 60, but it didn't make any sense because it still had the same reduction if you had earned income. Right. Right. And it's like, well, take it at full retirement age. So then you don't get the reduction of income, push yours out until age 70 and right. then flip it that way. Sure. So, um, yeah, it's clear as mud, Perry. I, I, I will say this, Perry, almost nothing about social security is very clear. It is one of the most complicated things you can imagine. Next time, ask me a question. Hey, <laughs> my wife died. <laughs> what benefit can I receive? Yeah. But don't go to the social security websites. They're cutting and pasted crap and then sending it to me. So I got to decipher what the hell all this means. <laughs> what do we got? Hello, Joe and Big Al. Can the surviving widow's social security benefits that she collects on her husband's behalf be taking from her in lieu of her husband's debt. Thanks for the information you provide on your show. This is Karen. Uh, do you understand that question, Big Al? I have no idea. I'm clueless. Hello. I think Jonathan. she's asking if the Social Security survivor benefits can be garnished to pay the uh, deceased husband's debt. Can the surviving widow's Social Security benefits that she collects on her husband's behalf? So, okay. So, okay. That's, yeah, that's probably right. She's taking it on her husband's behalf because so, he's dead. Yeah. He's, he's passed away. She's taken the benefit, but she's wondering, will she lose some of the benefit? Cause husband died with that. Be taking from her. <laughs> let's, taken. Just yes. let's, let's just answer that question. Okay. Can, can the social security, because the husband's got debt. Right. And so she's like, all right, can she garnish the social security wages? Well, what kind of debt is it? No, I, I, don't think that's no, possible. No, this is totally unrelated. So I would say no, if that's our question. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> um, all right, we got Edward from VA. I'm an avid listener of the financial podcast and don't think I've ever heard anyone talk about this subject. So here it goes. Is he avid listener of all financial podcasts or our financial podcast? He says financial podcasts, so... Probably that would, many. That would imply all, I would say. 
Okay. I guarantee he's going to ask a question that we've talked about a million times. I'm curious about a backdoor Roth. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, All right. Let's see what Edward has for us. I'm 53 years old and my wife is 40. We have a one-year-old son. Um, All right. I recently read that there are social security benefits for children of retired persons, along with benefits for spouses of retired persons who is caring for a child. When I turn 62, my wife will be 49 and our child will be 10. It seems like a no brainer to take social security benefits early since my child who will be then 10 years old can collect 50% social security benefit based on my full retirement benefit until he's 18. And my wife can collect 50% social security benefit based on my full retirement benefit until our son turns 16. This will more than double our family social security benefits for year 62 to 68 and still provide a nice little bump for two additional years until my son turns 18. Am I missing anything here? I realize this section of the social security code doesn't affect too many people, but anyone who has a child in their late forties or early fifties could benefit from this knowledge. Hey, what do you uh, think? Yeah, just thinking about something. That's all. <laughs> don't have I'm to right, share that. I'm going to be right there with Edward someday. <laughs> well, and I, I, I was, I was, I was, the social too. security. I, was, I wasn't going to say First, you have to get married and stuff, and then, Joe. You, there, it, there's steps to this. And then I'll be like 62 with a five-year-old. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, will, I will say, I, I know at least Joe, two other people that are older dads than you. Yeah. How about, um, um uh, donald trump yeah right? well, we talked there's, about there's this before we like Great. little what's his name um little what's his name another question um so edward okay so yes he's right um so he's done his research um and yeah but there's a family maximum so i don't know exactly how to calculate what the the family maximum is i know that it's kind of a unique calculation um but it, he could exceed the family maximum here. Um, I'm not sure. He could. And I, and I think I, I would agree with you, Joe. I think on the surface, it's, it is, uh, it's a no-brainer, just like Edward says. Uh, but you know what? There still would be a break-even point. You know, maybe it's 85 or 90. Right. Know, maybe, maybe Edward or his spouse are going to live forever, right? So <laughs> there's still a break-even point. But probably it's a much later break-even point than most people. Um, yeah, with, without question, that's a really good, um, because I think people are getting married later in life and having kids later in life. And so looking at all these different social security benefits, um, is key. So yes, if you are at full retirement, or if you're, if you, as long as you collect your overall benefits, um, you're going to take yours early. You're going to take a haircut at 62 because your full retirement age is 67. So you're going to receive a 30% haircut on your full retirement benefit. Um, however, you're going to receive a benefit for, um, for the family. So, um, but it is subject to a family maximum. So Edward, I would kind of double check what that family maximum is given your situation. Uh, another question Edward has, um, in retirement, I'll be collecting a public school pension of $70,000 a year. Uh, plus my age 62 social security, along with getting health insurance through my school system until 65 for myself, my wife and son will be on their own for health insurance since my wife will not be working. Her only income 
will be 50% Social Security benefit she receives until her son turns 16. She receives that for six years. Should we file our taxes separately so she can qualify for Obamacare subsidies? Uh, It's called the Affordable Care Act. Um, Thank you for all your information, expertise, and humor. All right, so he wants to kind of split split his little uh, pie here. Um, what do you think, Al? Should he file separately so she can get subsidies? Well, um, I'm, it might work, Joe. I, I do know in California it would not work because California is a community property state and all income is split 50-50 regardless of who earns it. But I don't think Virginia is a community property state, so I'm not sure what kind of special rules they might have on income splitting. So that would, to me, that would be a question for uh, uh, an in-state CPA that that understands how the married filing separate works in your state, I would say. Yep, I would agree with that. Um, he's also collecting a public school pension. So I would just double check on that because, um, again, we're not experts in Virginia, but here in California, the, the Cal Sturge system, um, teachers at, in our public school systems uh, do not receive Social Security because they don't put any money into the Social Security system. Um, even if they have put money into the Social Security system, they are... Um, uh, subject to WEP, which is windfall elimination provision. So uh, just a couple things um, else to look out for, Edward. I uh, appreciate the question. Your Money, Your Wealth is presented by Pure Financial Advisors. Click the Get an Assessment button in the podcast show notes at yourmoneyyourwealth.com or call 888-994-6257 to schedule a free financial assessment and social security analysis at a time and date convenient for you. Chances are one of the experienced financial professionals at Pure will be able to identify strategies to help you create a more successful retirement. Pure Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor. This show does not intend to provide personalized investment advice through this broadcast and does not represent that the securities or services discussed are suitable for any investor. Investors are advised not to rely on any information contained in the broadcast in the process of making a full and informed investment decision.